0: I think that you have to have tough skin. I mean, that's what fashion too. Makeup artistry, you can always put some fresh, new skin on, (laughs) be a different person if you want. But um, you have to really be career-minded with it. Like you you have to be goal-oriented and focused on getting work for yourself. Like every single modeling opportunity, I am mean, not every single, but most of the opportunities I had, I had to go searching for them. I had to put myself out there. I had to stand out from the crowd, figure out a way to look at someone else's, you know, craft and rework it to be better for myself. Very competitive. I mean, it's gotta be one of the most competitive things next to acting. So putting yourself out there and being confident in your own skin is really what is gonna set you apart in the
1: modeling world. Uh, and- you are tuning in to for Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything. And with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. hello everyone welcome back to for better self and net worth i am joined by one amazing human being today fiona taylor fiona taylor is the author of a bridal blueprint and she is the owner of faces by fiona she is here to talk tell us her story about overcoming toxic relationships and putting your best face forward into the world and all of the amazing, amazing things that she has for herself in the future. So Fiona, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for joining us.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes, of course. My pleasure. Would you like to go ahead and share your story with everyone and how you got to where you are today?
0: Yeah, so I'm Fiona Taylor. Um, I, um, I was born in a small town, Kansas City, Missouri, small town to me now.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, you, you just won the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs.
0: Oh, yeah, we did. Go Chiefs. Yeah. So I think that sports has to be like one of the biggest things there. And then aside from that, it doesn't really go much into like the, the <laughs> fashion and beauty hair industry. So um, I followed my passion um, going into those uh, areas, started off in modeling and kind of got an idea of where I wanted to go for my future uh, I did a, some makeup artistry and hair on the side, and worked in fashion for quite a while. And um, then, unfortunately, I, I, I became pretty much thrown off my path by a toxic relationship, which you know happens—you know, this to, to the best of us. Uh, but I, I was really in a seriously abusive relationship, and it, it kind of had me doubting my self worth, who I was, even. Um, it was. Filling my head with information about you know women and their you know different uh, place in this world, and it had nothing to do with uh, fashion and beauty. Actually, it was quite the opposite, and you know I was pretty much filled with uh, you know self doubt in the direction of my life and where I wanted to go with it and what I wanted to do. Ever since a child, I had always a dream of becoming an entrepreneur. I even like begged my mom to take me to uh, little classes about business, which is so odd of a little girl. But uh, I really felt attracted to being your own boss and all of these things they said about being a leader and you know being in charge and owning your own business. It just like really settled well with me, you know, as a little girl. And I'm like, I'm gonna do that one day. I'm gonna be a leader. and That sounds cool. And I'm gonna inspire others. Um, but you know, I ran into the situation where I got thrown off a little bit and I really had to take a, a deep step back, deep breath, deep step back and really kind of just sever myself from that whole lifestyle, that whole relationship. You know, I have two beautiful children, of course, that came out of that relationship, but it was really nothing that had anything to do with what I wanted to do for a living and who I wanted to be. So, um, Got back on my path, got back into modeling, and um, I chose to, you know, go into makeup artistry and hair full time, and kind of, um, kind of release fashion <laughs> as part of my history. I love fashion, but makeup and hair was kind of taking over my life, and I had to go where my calling was pulling me to. Uh, and I have always had this wish and dream to own my own business, and. With every job I had along the way, I found little pieces of bits of information, um, an experience that kind of developed my skills to be able to manage other people and keep a business uh, profitable, organized, and keep myself motivated and train other people. And uh, I started my own hair, makeup, artistry company. Um, so that came about bringing in a, a lot of other things like training artists. Um, I have a, a full team of makeup artistry uh, artists that work for my company and I make sure that they're able to use the skills just like myself to empower other women other genders if you will uh, on how to accept who they are and how um beautiful they can be and use that as a, a tool to build their confidence and just express it vividly and just be happy with life and who they are so uh I just want to keep it going, you know, whether it be myself doing that for other people or the people that I trained working for my company, be able to make people feel amazing, not only look amazing, but really bring out the feeling of being amazing and confident within themselves and looking beautiful and fabulous. Like I have these hair accessories that uh, I also like to put on my own self and my customers have them for their wedding days and special events, just to just add another notch of glamor. It makes you feel like special and I'm all about helping people feel special and confident.
1: And looking at them right now, your hair accessories are absolutely stunning.
0: Thank you so much. You're yes. welcome. So, I, I have a lot of other things I got myself into just coming out of the fact that I have a beauty company uh, and I, bought, I found a way to just grow based upon what I felt like the customers were asking for. Um, I always tell myself, I don't like to say no more than a couple of times because I felt like it's kind of taken away from what I can be achieving. So I have my own cosmetic company and I have my own hair accessories company. And um, I recently just wrote a book. Uh, because all of these things my clients were asking for. And at a time, I was saying I couldn't do that. And I had no idea what they needed until I did. So I just added those things right into my company.
1: That's wonderful. So you're definitely a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I want to hear about how long it took you to overcome such a traumatic situation? So I know so many women, too many women can relate to what you've been through. As far as being the, the toxic relationship, most of the time they start off great, the guy's treating you like a queen, and then they break you down, break you down, break you down. How yeah. long did it take for you to overcome that? And what's some of the steps that you went through to get out of the mindset that this person puts you in?
0: yeah it was like a slow brainwashing that i didn't know what was happening to me at the time um so yeah it did start off like that i mean i saw the red flags <laughs> but i chose to ignore them probably just like a lot of other people you think that the person you know has flaws and they'll be better or they'll try to get better but the thing is with these toxic relationships or toxic people they will tell you that they'll get better or they they're kind of setting themselves up based on potential. So it's just like, it's going to happen one day. And for me, like that never happened being with my my ex. He just got worse and worse. Um, and of course, like in the beginning, it was okay until I was married and away from my family. I, we had moved to an entirely different state. Um, I, w- I had no family over there and it was like the perfect opportunity for the abuse to, to be unleashed pretty much. Um, and that only, it was with emotions, like emotional abuse, and also he was, he was using religion um, as an abusive tool, which is kind of sick if you think about it. Um, yeah, so it took me um, being pregnant, honestly, to really understand what I needed to do for my family. Uh, I started seeing a, a counselor a marriage counselor because of course we went through like five different ones to see, cause I was always trying to find a way to make it work. Um, probably as women, we all want to, you know, find a way to fix the relationship or find out what flaws are there so we can overcome them. But the thing is, I had a partner that never wanted to over, um, those things that were damaging the relationship, like abusing your, your spouse is never okay. Um, so my eyes were open a lot. Um, to what I was even living. I didn't even recognize myself even after looking at photographs. I literally have pictures in my closet. I pull out, and I'm like, who is this person? (laughs) Who is this person? I don't even look like that. I had no makeup on. I was looking like a homeless person. It was so terrible. Uh, And he had broken me down to that level. Like, I didn't even look like a model. I was looking like a stressed-out person. I mean, to say it nicely. Yeah. Um yeah, so I chose to take a break, honestly, because I was living with no drive, no passion, I was miserable, I was depressed. I was like, this is not who I was and I just need to take a step back and get away. And I pretty much did have to escape from that relationship, like pack all my stuff up, get on a plane and fly away from that experience. And once I was away from it, um, I was able to really recognize like what I was in because it plays tricks on your brain, on your mind. Uh, and you don't even know what is happening to you unless you're away from it. So I'm so glad that I did that. And I really had high hopes for my sons because I, I didn't want them patterning themselves after that behavior.
1: Yeah. Well. The, the example that they have, it's so important. And I, major, major props to you for getting out of that because getting out of toxic patterns and abusive relationship is one of the hardest things someone can do. But I'm so glad that you were able to get out of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad I was too because it took a, like a long time, uh, several years um, for me to realize that too much was too much because I really went through too much. I mean, it could always be worse, of course, but it was still a traumatic situation in my life that I use as a, a way to propel myself to be better at who I am to also empower other women and helping them feel beautiful and confident because I was made to feel like I was worthless. You know, so I just want to keep the positive um, energy and life going and other people.
1: Let's talk about the impact of beauty, because I know if I'm, you know, wearing the dress I want to and it fits just right, having the right makeup, it's a lot of people say, oh, no, 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 that's just, that's just superficial. That doesn't affect anything. But I will tell you, liking the way that you look is important.
0: Absolutely. And being comfortable on your own skin. Yes. When you look good, you definitely feel good. And, you know, it just helps you... Take more pictures, enjoy the moment more, smile more, enjoy life more, everything. So it's not just vanity. It's helping. It's women, I think it's so important. I'm sure that's why makeup was even created. It makes I don't think that women are wearing makeup honestly for other people. (laughs) They're wearing it for themselves. Because it makes them feel good when they put it on. And you know, when people see other people looking good, it just naturally wants to promote positive energy
1: and communicates it when somebody shows up and dresses nice for you when they come meet you it's communicating good manners now it's also something to be said about if you're going working out together or something like that you know just being comfortable being in sweatpants in front of the people that you're around but when you want to put your best foot forward have good communication it's really important or you know special occasion where you're going to be taking a lot of photos we live in a Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok era, where everybody is wanting to put their best face forward. They're documenting their journey, and the most engagement. What I've learned is when people can see your face.
0: So yes, ma'am. Absolutely. I, I think it's but, important
1: whether whether you don't want to wear makeup, whether you have unnatural hair color, natural hair color. You have to love it. You have to be able to embrace it.
0: Yes. yes. So, well, we're all about embracing individuality these days. Um, and I'm probably the one that shows up to work out with a full face on. I'll just go ahead and put my hand up with that, <laughs> but, um, it, it actually sets the pace for how people treat you actually. So whenever you're going in for a job interview, um, or even showing up just for anything but important, a conference in front of your clients business meetings, it it will allow you to take or it allows people to take you more serious if you look the part. So I'm not only transforming women for their special events and weddings and such. It's for a lot of business women who are giving speeches and talks and having their professional photos taken because if they didn't have that hair makeup piece, they would not look as professional to the clients they're trying to attract.
1: And what are some good makeup tips for women who are constantly going to business conferences or headshots? I know I've read somewhere you shouldn't wear sunscreen on a photo shoot because the way it reflects off the lens of the camera, talks about like natural yeah. colors. What are some tips that you have for a lot of, so my podcast is for people who are multi-passionate and have their own businesses. What are some tips that you have for everybody?
0: Yes, I would say hire a professional hair and makeup artist. <laughs> Yeah, I always tell my clients, whenever you're having your professional pictures taken, will there be family pictures? I see a lot of moms, by the way, Um, or business pictures. I really feel like a professional job will make you look the best, the most professional. Uh, You might be able to do it yourself really well, but a makeup artist who is trained to do beauty transformations for photography is going to make you look like a million bucks. Um, and sunscreen, that's definitely something you want to use less of when you're taking pictures, uh, especially for nighttime photography that has a flash because sunscreen has an ingredient that causes a flashback and it might make your face look washed out and ghostly. So it's probably not the greatest thing to have for a photo shoot with high flash. Natural light photography is okay. You know, you put sunscreen on or, um, just choosing a foundation that has a lesser amount of it is better. Uh, and then, if you're putting sunscreen on your face, like probably want to skip it for just that photo shoot. And also, using a lip color that pops in pictures. Like, you may be comfortable on the everyday with a neutral shade or a nude, but it's going to look nude in the picture. It's going to look <laughs> like you have nothing on. So, you have to make sure you put a little bit more color. Than you're used to. If you're doing your own makeup, okay, that's perfect. So just remember, more is better. So if you have color, if you want to put color on your cheeks or on your lips, or like more eyeliner, just think like, what can I do that's more than I usually do? So that will be adding some more mascara, adding some more eyeliner, definitely adding some more blush because that's gonna just fade away in pictures with the sunlight and high highlight situations you need more richness on your face so it stands out in the the picture
1: i love that i I can tell you right now i'm wearing makeup but it doesn't look like it when i'm on zoom so whenever i see myself on camera i can definitely see where you're coming from like more lipstick more eyeliner just just more and more and more
0: Yes, more is better when you're taking pictures and that's kind of one thing that women kind of get thrown away or thrown back from is they're just like, well, this is a lot more than I usually do, but you have to remember, like, probably half of that is going to be washed out, so that's why you want to go that extra mile, so that way it looks normal in pictures, so even putting your lashes on, um, a lip color that you, just more of it, a brighter color, it will give more life to your pictures, and also make sure you please have a touch-up powder. <laughs> That's one thing you can't leave home without. For you're taking a, a pictures or doing a conference, because you're under heavy lights and you're probably nervous. So that's going to make your face get shiny quickly. So having some touch up powder will save your life, because otherwise the photographer will have to edit all of those shine spots out.
1: Thank you for all of that.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
1: I love that. Now, talk about your journey into fashion. So, you've got the bridal blueprint, and you've got these gorgeous headpieces. What uh, What inspired your fashion journey?
0: Well, I've always been interested in the fashion world. Uh, I feel like fashion and beauty go hand in hand together. Yep. And I initially started off doing modeling, and that opened up my eyes and doors to other opportunities in the industry. So I kind of bounced back and forth, to be honest, between being a fashion designer, uh, a model, or the makeup artist. It's kind of like all these people work in the same room.
1: And you get (laughs) to do all of it.
0: I, I could potentially do all of it. And I have been there before working for companies like as a designer, where they're like, oh, you do makeup? You can do the model's makeup, you know? So... I sometimes have like a, a backfiring effect on my career because i was working overtime <laughs> but um yeah i could potentially do everything like as far as fashion and beauty but now i'm focused more into the beauty part of it fashion um is taking a back seat and then the forefront is the hair and makeup but as far as the bridal blueprint i felt inspired and called to write this book because i've come across so many brides that uh they have to look the best i mean this is the the one time you're you know, spending so your much life. money
1: they want yes
0: and you're putting so much into it a yes and too. taking
1: so many photos
0: the pictures are gonna last forever um and i came across many women of course who's getting married for the first time that didn't have the knowledge to go about preparing properly like they need to know how to take care of their skin. They need to know like how even to look for their what their makeup looks. So wh- there's different categories of dramatic makeup. So where do you fall in the spectrum kind of thing? And then for hairstyle, what would f- flatter your, your face shape? And what would go with your theme of your wedding? What could go with your neckline? And how to walk in a dress? How to, to eat without lipstick getting all over your face? or rubbing off. So all of these things that people will never consider is definitely something to consider. So that's why I wrote the book about all the things that you need to know to prepare for your wedding day. Cause I wrote it really for my clients. Cause I'm like, here you go. Here's this book. This is all the things you need to know. And they all ask me this of course too. And I want to be able to touch women's lives that don't even book with my company so someone in another state or another country could have this information and use it to you know have their their forever memories perfect for their wedding day
1: i love that now did you find that most of your clients in makeup or brides
0: uh most of them it's very heavy bridal Very, very i think more than half like maybe 60 percent of my clients are brides I have multiple rides a week (laughs) and um, the rest of them are special event they are business people they're they're doing photo shoots for their family uh, or photo shoots for their birthday here in Texas it's never a bad idea to be glamorous they're going out for brunch they're going out to a party so there's tons of reasons to get glamorous
1: (laughs) what part of Texas are you in
0: in Dallas
1: Dallas so everything is bigger in Texas
0: Yes, they definitely oh, go big. You'll come here and we have the long nail, I have red on my fingers, we have lashes, we have big hair, we have earrings and big hair accessories, we have a, you know colorful outfits, so we go pretty big here, so I'm all about it, and I'm so happy that I chose to move here to Texas. At first, it was kind of like a breakaway from the life I was living to just get a, a refresh, fresher outlook on what I need to do for myself. And it turned out to be a a wonderful place for my business and the best place, honestly, for what I do for a living.
1: I I would agree with that. I just love the lifestyle in Texas, the food in Texas.
0: Yeah, the food. I have to, I mean, it's great. (laughs) It's way better. I used to live in Miami and um, I, I know a lot of people who love Miami food, but coming from the Midwest, I was born in Kansas City. I like some just country, home cooking kind of stuff. <laughs> so Texas has a lot of that to offer—barbecue, <laughs> a lot of like good country cooking,
1: and Mexican food. It's
0: oh yeah, my favorite. Definitely a lot of that, and I love Mexican too. Mexican yes. is one of my faves. So if you you can't be in Texas and not like Mexican food, you'll probably see a Mexican food place on every corner.
1: <laughs> oh, sounds amazing. So I want to hear more about your modeling career because that is, that's the job that I think a lot of girls dream of doing growing up. What do you think the perception is versus the reality that you faced?
0: Uh, well, uh, I think that you have to have tough skin. I mean, that's what fashion too makeup artistry. You can always put some fresh new skin on, (laughs) be a different person if you want. But, um, you have to really be career-minded with it. Like you, you have to be goal-oriented and focused on getting work for yourself. Like every single mo- modeling opportunity—I mean, not every single—but most of the opportunities I had, I had to go searching for them. I had to put myself out there. I had to stand out from the crowd. Figure out a way to look at someone else's, you know, craft and rework it to be better for myself. Very competitive. I mean, it's got to be one of the most competitive things next to acting. So putting yourself out there and being confident in your own skin is really what is going to set you apart in the modeling world. Uh, And being a go-getter, you can't wait for jobs to come to you. Uh, And you might even have to find a way to use your mind to even get work. For instance, my, um, my connections with photographers as a model allowed me to work also with doing makeup artistry for their other models. Uh, And so they looked at me as someone who is a valued model. They could either hire me for a modeling or hire me for makeup artistry. So finding a way to stand out will be your best bet. Um, It's full of competition. So you need to find a way to stand out.
1: Incredible. Somebody told me, He was actually a makeup artist in New York. He said everybody in New York is an actress.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I wish. See, acting—I've done a a couple commercial readings and such, and different um, filmings. But I can't imagine learning like a whole script for a movie or anything. (laughs) Yeah, I.
1: I, I loved theater growing up. I love being on stage, performing, wearing all the makeup and the costumes, being somebody I wasn't for everyone to see. And, you know, a lot of that applies into real life. But I also know that film acting, I've been in a couple commercials, like locally, and it, it's completely different.
0: Yeah. Um, but it still kind of has that drive behind it. You have to go out there and get the work. You can't let it come to you. You have to yeah. go find it. I found modeling work on Craigslist. <laughs> I
1: mean <laughs> Oh wow. Did you get I found,
0: did I you have from... a lot of jobs on Craigslist? I yeah. found some even work for makeup artistry. I worked at a salon and they posted the job. I've worked at you know, different internet companies. Um as a graphic artist. So I went to art school, by the way, so I do know a lot about graphics and computer things as well as fashion, art, and business, too. I took all those classes. So I found some jobs (laughs) off of Craigslist.
1: (laughs) It sounds like you pretty much can fit in wherever you go.
0: Uh, Well, I would hope so. I I don't know how to do everything, but when it comes to things I need to know for my own development and... I guess um, to move myself forward, I tried to learn those, those skills, like how to manage yourself, how to do your own marketing. I know how to do my own graphics. I've built several websites. Um, so all the, the tools I needed without having to rely on other people, I tried to train myself, my own accounting. So that way I can start doing it. And then if needed, I can push that off to someone else who knows how I, I like it to be done. I might be a control freak. I don't know. <laughs> And um, yeah, just keep it growing from there.
1: Keep it growing. And how do you manage the time? Because you do so much and you're a mother of two. How do you find balance?
0: I keep my schedule completely organized and stacked. I schedule everything out. I cannot live without a Google Calendar. I mean, it's in my iPhone. iPhone Calendar is all wrapped together. Google Calendar,
1: yeah. Calendly. Yeah, I'm right there with you.
0: Yeah, I have to set... An- reminders for myself i tell siri to remind me even like one hour from now what i need to do i mean it sounds really bad but i um i just keep myself really scheduled out and organized if it's not on my schedule it's not in my life so every thing every minute of my day i like to stay accountable for that sounds extreme but (laughs) that's the only way to get stuff done it's like okay in the morning time i'm gonna do this and then in the afternoon, my time here will be spent on this and then schedule it out, like following a weekly or biweekly um, schedule. Like, so, so if you're going to focus on one thing, it needs to be put in there consistently until you get the job done.
1: Well, you're doing amazing.
0: Thank you. And then the kids, of course, um, it's just... I don't think it's been all that challenging. They're pretty easygoing children. Um, they're kind of really into technology, so they they don't do tons of sports. Uh, but of course my son, um, who's older, he does football, but that's only in the fall time. So I find a way to manage it. And also um, there was a time though where I felt overwhelmed and I actually had to hire out some people to take upon the roles that were like, too much time out of my family life. Um, so it did come at a point in my career, in my life where I did have to outsource some work to other people because I'm only one person. And even if I can do everything, I probably should not be doing everything. Yes. <laughs> so I did have to um, hire a booking department and other artists that work for my company because I can't be everywhere in the same place at one time. Um, so, have to train some people to take upon the work like I have an accountant now and then I have ladies who work in the booking department and then at one time in the beginning I was literally doing everything so this knowing the boundaries of health and um, family life and having a balance between those it's important absolutely it money I you know how it goes nothing's for free but your sanity is all you have same mean, other than life so you have to keep yourself balanced mentally so you, I did have to hire out some people
1: I feel like you can always make the money back you can always get the money back the time you cannot get back
0: yes that's very true and I, I did feel like I was losing time with my loved ones like every time my boyfriend came over like it, I, I really don't need to be working until 10 o'clock at night while he watches tv so we can just go out and do something Um, so just setting an end time was new to me, like, okay, I'm going to stop at this time and then just leave the rest for tomorrow. I'm probably one of these people that I just feel like I can't stop until the job is done. So just putting myself on a schedule was super important for my life and other people around me (laughs) so that they don't think I'm just too obsessed with working because I can be.
1: Yes, that's the thing about being multi-passionate is it's so easy to get caught up in doing so many other things that you forget to take time for yourself and your loved ones.
0: Oh yeah, it's you have to take time for yourself. People might see me as being someone who's extra, but going to get my nails done and my hair done and a facial or a massage every once in a while um, is time away a break from my mind because I'm, I'm always on go no matter, sometimes I'm even like thinking about what I should be doing when I'm getting my hair done, but at least it's a break away from work that I can enjoy that piece.
1: Now, are you extra or are the people calling you extra just a basic Brian and Betty? <laughs> That's how I look at it.
0: <laughs> that might be the case. That might be the case. Maybe they are just basic and then I'm normal. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I love that you are super comfortable on your own skin, that you take time for yourself and you really invest in yourself and you are unashamed of the things that you love and care about.
0: Well, I've come to that point because before I was made to feel like all of the things um that I love to indulge in or participate in like getting my nails done or wearing makeup or wearing something cute honestly like it was just it was kind of a low moment in my life where I was made to feel like all of those things were just irrelevant to life even if they brought me happiness. So now I have a whole business
1: about it. So I'm way happier, actually. I'm happy for you. Now, what advice do you have for other women who may be going through the trenches and low points of their life? What advice do you have for them? Or what would you tell yourself if you could go back and tell yourself the woman that was in the toxic relationship and the abusive relationship? What would you tell her today? and What would you tell other women who may be struggling with the same thing?
0: Um, I would I would ask them if they have peace in their life and if they can live the rest of their life in that moment, the way they're feeling in that, that time. And that's kind of what allowed me to recognize I needed to have a better life because it was either live like that forever. I mean, if you're the only one who's going to change and the other person doesn't want to or doesn't acknowledge the, the need to, you're going to have to make a decision uh, whether you want to live like that forever, just how you're feeling, uh, how you're looking, the way of life is, or if you're going to be able to move on to something better. Because life is short. Life is, I mean, I'm not trying to say like, you know, it's going to end tomorrow, but you know, nothing's guaranteed. So I really um, had to look at my life like that. Like you're only here for uh, the moment. I mean, just to, to say things honestly, and I just can't. You shouldn't waste time being unhappy. Find your happiness, and if it's a hobby, if it's getting out of the situation, if it's moving on, whatever it may be, you need to go where you. What you need to go where you have the most joy in your life.
1: I love that. Now tell everyone how we can work with you and how we can support you.
0: Sure. I mean, if you need a makeup application or your hair done, you can head to facesbyfiona.com. And if you are getting married or if you just need general advice on proper skincare, hair maintenance tips, how to choose a makeup style that's proper for you, or even how to refine your um, your etiquette skills you can also look into my book you can go to the bridal blueprint book.com
1: wonderful well thank you so much for being on the show fiona and i look more to look forward to seeing more from you in the future
0: well i appreciate you interviewing me thank you so much for allowing me allowing me to have this platform to speak about my experience and hopefully it'll inspire other women to you know find themselves and be successful and be confident and beautiful
2: recording stopped
1: fantastic
0: thank you
2: you are listening to for better self and net worth in this community we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else we also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges naysayers and leaving outside their comfort zone or you're going to hear straight from Ella where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.